Welcome to the Moonlight of Amuna, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Tonight's uh, Moonlight of Amuna should be Azchus for Afu Shlema, Faratza Bas Rachel, Henya Bas Freidel, Menachem Mordechai Ben Ophira, Chaya Bas Tova, Frayim Ben Yaffa, and Micha Chaim Ben Sara. Rosh Hashanah, it's uh, been a, a strange year, and we're all looking forward to, as we, we always say, Tichla Shana V'Kilesev, Tichla Shana that uh, the past year with its curses should end and the new year with its blessings should begin. Certainly that's something that when we say, we think of this year, that's something that's uh, very we're very acutely aware of. This has been a difficult year for many people. Many people have suffered terribly, uh, physically, financially, loss of loved ones. So we should see all of the curses of the past year uh, end in, in, in an amazing way good way so that this year brings in this Rosh Hashanah should bring in bracha only bracha for everyone I wanted to just talk briefly try to keep it short um, about Rosh Hashanah and maybe a new perspective of Rosh Hashanah a new perspective that I saw from the Dejerov the, in the Mari Cheskel he says uh, when we look at Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur we, we, we have a mistaken perspective of this. People think, people generally think, we all think this, uh, we've all had this thought, that because on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Hashem is coming to judge us, and we're going to be judged for all of our actions for the past year, so therefore we have to do tshuva. The problem with this, with this approach is that it seems that if we weren't being judged, so we wouldn't have to uh, do tshuva, we wouldn't have to daven so much, and, uh, and, and that really what we're doing, we're, our tshuva is because we're afraid. We know that Rosh Hashanah is the Yom Hadin. We know the Yom Kippur is the, is the finalization of that, of that uh, Yom Hadin. And we're nervous and we, we know that we haven't done everything we were supposed to do this past year. And maybe we did things that we shouldn't have done. And so therefore we're nervous. And we're, as we prepare for a court case, we do tshuva. The problem with this perspective is what happens after Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, or if we, we looked forward uh, to, to, to after Hashanah Rabbah, right? What happens, what happens to us, what happens to the tshuva and the tefillah after this, if this is our own perspective? Once the judgment is over, are we done with our tshuva and our tefillah? And he says, furthermore, this mistaken approach to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur means that we're really basically doing tshuva and tefillah on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. If this is our attitude towards Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we're doing it lo lishma. We're doing it for ulterior motives. We're doing it for our own personal motives. We, we want to have a good year this year, so therefore I have to do tshuva and I have to daven. But, uh, that, but we're not doing it because of a, necessarily because of a connection with Hashem or because this is what Hashem wants, wants of us. So this can't be the proper perspective of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He says one more element that's, that's, that shows that this is a mistake. If this is really the idea that we need to cl- clean our slate so we could face judgment, so Yom Kippur really should come before Rosh Hashanah, right? Because if the idea is that Rosh Hashanah is going to be a Yom Adin, so give us the day of tshuva of Yom Kippur first, let us wipe the slate clean, and then we could c- come to Yom, Yom, Rosh Hashanah and have, and have a, a new din, have a fresh, a fresh day of judgment. We'd then be able to, after the, Yom, the cleansing uh, day of Yom Kippur and the tshuva of Yom Kippur, the more intense tshuva, Rosh Hashanah, we don't really focus on particular tshuva in, on the day of Rosh Hashanah itself. Let us do Yom Kippur first, and then we'll come to Rosh Hashanah and with a clean slate, and we'll be able to be judged favorably. So he quotes two psukim, two psukim in, in, in Bereshis. One deals with the Dar HaFlaga, the, dar, the generation of the dispersal, when the, when the people after the Mabal, before Avram Avinu, when they built a tower, the Tower of Bavel, to, to rebel against Hashem. So it says, when Hashem judged them, it says, Vayered Hashem Lirois, Hashem came down to see. And then later on, by Sodom, by the people of Sodom, the evil people, the evil Sodomites, when, when Hashem was judging them, it says, Erdona Ve'era, I will come down and I will see. And the 
question that a lot of the Mepharshim ask is, why does Hashem have to come down? Hashem could see what's happening from up in Shemaim. What's this Lashem that Hashem says, I need to come down to see what's happening? So he says that the, the, the kingdom of heaven, Hashem's Malchus in Shemayim, the, and the Bezdin in Shemayim works, it mirrors the way we, we're, we're used to seeing a Bezdin or, or, or a king work here. And the way that it works down on this world is if a person is judged guilty, a person goes before a court and he's judged guilty, so he can no longer then argue to the king or to the court that he's not guilty. That's done. The, the psak din came. He's, he's judged guilty. All he has at that point is he throws himself on the mercy of the court. Or he asks the king to please show some mercy. That yes, he was guilty. Right? Once he's been judged guilty, he no longer argues the merits of whether or not he did what he's accused of. Rather, he... He has to now just say, I, I, I sinned, I'm sorry, and he throws himself at the mercy of the court or the mercy of the king. The problem is that in the days of old when there was a king and a person was convicted of a crime against the crown, he had no access to the king. Every, all the king's servants and all the king's advisors hated this person already. He's a, convicted per, a person who's convicted against the king. And therefore, if he wanted to throw himself at the mercy of the king, he had to come up with some kind of a subterfuge to, to get access to the king. He had to wait until the king was out in the in the in the provinces uh, doing something, uh, engaged in running of the kingdom, and hope that he could set it up so that he can meet the king there and 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 beg for mercy. Right? He has to, or even or even the judges on in a court, they don't want to listen to him anymore. So he has to somehow get their attention when they're not expecting, when they're when they're when the when the obstacles are not erected to keep him away. And the same is true for us, for not for anybody particular, but when a person has done Averis, a person has sinned, he's considered disgusting in the eyes of the of the of the heavenly court of the heavenly bodies. And they, they don't want him because the Pasak tells us, the Pasak and Tilim tells us, Ayave Hashem, those who love Hashem, Sinura, they hate evil. So therefore, when a person's done something wrong, when he's done when he's committed sin, he has no access because all of those are around Hashem, surrounding Hashem, surrounding the Bez and Shomaila, when if they see this person coming, he's already considered an enemy of the state. They're not going to give him they're not going to give Give him access, and therefore, if he davens, he won't be heard. And therefore, how does he? How could he possibly say the tefillah that we finish slichas every day? Machnise rachamim, machnisu rachamecha, hashmiat tefillah, hashmiat tefillah seinu. Right, mashmiat zaka. Those those lines that we say, those who hear our cries, our 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 mercy, have mercy on us, have compassion of us. He's a, he's a rebel. He's already considered a traitor. He's done many averes. So they're not. They're going to chase him away. They're not going to give him access to the court or to the king. And that's why Hashem puts Rosh Hashanah first. Rosh Hashanah is a Yom Hadin, it's a day of judgment, but it's not a day of judgment in specific, right? We don't say in davening on Rosh Hashanah, we don't speak about our own personal sins, we don't do vidui, we don't do direct tshuva. It's a day that Hashem comes down to judge the world. It's a day that Hashem is running His kingdom. He's accessible to the people. Even the, even the people who have sinned against Him, rebelled against Him, been traitors against Him, have access to Him because He's amongst the world. He comes down to check out the world. And that's why why it says by both the Dar HaFloga and by Sodom that Hashem says by Yered or Erda that Hashem is, is allowing himself for them to have some access. He's, he's putting himself in a position so that they can have access to him. 
Once Yom Kippur comes and things are, are sealed, it's much harder to get that access to Hashem. Hashem gives us, does us a huge favor that He makes Rosh Hashanah 10 days, 9 days before Yom Kippur. It's a day when He's available in the world. He's, he's close to us. He's, he's in a place where we can reach Him, where we can throw ourselves on the mercy of the court. Before there's been a final judgment and there are, there are, there are soldiers and, 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 uh, and guards trying to keep us away. There's, it's a time where Hashem is available amongst the people. The Aserash Mechuvah is a tremendous chesed Hashem gives us, that we can access Him, that we can, we can throw ourselves on the mercy of the court, on the mercy of the King. And that's why we refer, that's why we refer to Hashem as HaPoseach Lanu Shari Rachm, opens up the gates of mercy. He gives us an opportunity before we get down to the nitty-gritty, to the actual Din Torah. Hashem makes Himself accessible. At this point, the Malachim, the Bezdin Shamal, is not trying to keep us at bay. We're not, we haven't been convicted traitors yet. We haven't been convicted rebels. We have, we have an ability to reach out to Hashem, to throw ourselves on the mercy, to ask beg Hashem for Rachamim, to, to, and to commit to Hashem that we're committing ourselves that next year, like we spoke about last week, that this coming year is going to be so much better. We can take a positive attrib- uh, attitude towards that, so that by the time we come to be judged for our individual sins, we're able to already have some access. We're able to already have, have, have uh, initiated mercy towards ourselves. We've been able to show Hashem why, why, what we're going to do differently next year. So the, the Rosh Hashanah is really a tremendous time for us to reconnect with Hashem, to reconnect our relationship that maybe we have, we've let, we've let um, weaken over the past year, that we've let sort of fall away. We, our, our davening during the year is maybe not as good. So on Rosh Hashanah we show Hashem, no look, this is how I really want to daven. This is what I, what I want to do. And if I, if I approach this way, it's not about, oh I'm, I'm doing tshuva because I'd otherwise uh, you know, the, the ledger is going to give me a bad year next year. No, I'm beginning my process of tshuva with I want to connect to Hashem. I want a relationship with Hashem. I want to be I want to be in the King's inner inner court. I want to be I want to be close to the King. Yeah. Then then as the Sarah Shemay Tshuva goes on and we get to Yom Kippur, we'll we'll have we have to clean the slate. But at that point, we're doing it from a completely different perspective. I didn't just do this because I want to have a good parnasa this year or I want health this year, so therefore I'm doing tshuva. No, we're saying to Hashem, what I want more than all those things is I want a relationship with you. Part of that is I need some of these things so that I can relate to you. I need a parnasa so that I have time to, I need an easy parnasa and, and, and a lavish parnasa so that I have time to serve you, to, to, to daven more, to learn more, to give tzedakah, these types of things. I need health so that I could, so that I could serve you better. But I'm coming to you with the attitude of before you, before you pass judgment and before it even comes up to a question of judgment. I want Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is Yom Adin, a judgment of the world means Hashem is with us, says who wants to be, who wants to be close to me? And that's also one of the reasons why it's called Rosh Hashanah. Rosh is a head, a beginning. It's a fresh start. A person gets to say on Rosh Hashanah, he makes a declaration to Hashem. He makes a declaration of, of, of commitment. He says on Rosh Hashanah, we say on Rosh Hashanah, we scream at HaMelech and we say, Today, beginning today, I'm going to start to serve Hashem. Everything that I did till now, good and bad, it doesn't matter. It's a new commitment. right? I've done bad things, but I'm going to put that in my past and I'm going to commit to change my ways. If I've done good things, I'm going to recommit to that. I'm, I'm, I'm not even recommit to that. I'm going to, I'm going to do it so much better, so much stronger, with so much more love, with so much more commitment, that what I did in the past is not even going to be relevant. I'm not, I don't want you to look at anything until now. Rosh, it's a new beginning. It's a brand new beginning. Whatever happened until today, the last year is done with. The past is done with. I'm recommitting myself to Hashem. 
The Gemara in Baba Basra says, Amar of Zvid, Hai Yoyma Kama Deresh Shata Ichamim Kula Shata Chamima Ikara Kula Shata Krira. That if, the, if Rosh Hashanah is hot, the whole year will be hot. If Rosh Hashanah is cold, the whole year will be cold. And the question on this is, what does that mean? We've seen plenty of years we have a hot Rosh Hashanah and it's not a hot year or vice versa. So I saw from the Nachla Shimon, he says as follows, he says that if a person goes through his Rosh Hashanah with a hot Rosh Hashanah, meaning with Kamimus, with Hislavas, with warmth, with excitement to serve Hashem, with Mesiris Nefesh, with self-sacrifice, right? So then Hashem will hap- help him and it will add more love on, on his love. If he, if he approaches Hashem and Rosh Hashanah with love, I want a new relationship with you, Hashem is going to add to that. If he started off with heat, if he comes to Hashem with warmth, with heat, Hashem is going to give him a year full of heat and a year full of enthusiasm and excitement. But if a person comes to Rosh Hashanah cold, he goes to Rosh Hashanah, he just goes through the motions, he doesn't really think of it, he just knows that this is what I have to do, Rosh Hashanah, but he just does. He doesn't put any effort into it, he doesn't try, so he's going to have a cold year. Hashem says, Hashem, Hashem reacts to us the way that we act to Him. So if we want to ensure a good year for ourselves, if we want to make sure that this is going to be different than the past, even though we've been here before and we've said the same things before, but we inject more warmth, a little bit more authenticity, a little bit more genuineness into our Rosh Hashanah. And we forget about, on Rosh Hashanah at least, we deal with the things that we have to deal with the tshuva, and we do some tshuva on Rosh Hashanah, but Rosh Hashanah is a more general thing. I'm sorry for the way our relationship is, Hashem. I want a better relationship with you. I want a warmer relationship relationship with you. I want a more exciting relationship with you. I want a more enthusiastic relationship with you. I want to reconnect to you. I want you to forget about the past, and I'll forget about the past. I sh- we, we say to Hashem, okay, not everything went the way I wanted this year. Let's, we're starting fresh. It's a new relationship. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new year. It's a Rosh Hashanah. It's a beginning. It's a brand new beginning. If we inject that with warmth, and we inject, inject that with, with real feelings, with real love, and we tell Hashem, I love you. I want to feel more of that love, that Hashem will pay us back with that. He'll give us a year that's filled with warmth and love. Hashem should show us a year for us, for everyone who's listening to this, who's, who's on this, and every, all, every Jew everywhere in the world, everybody should have a, a sweet new year, a, gazin, a year filled with health and parnasa and naches from the children, and everything should that we, that we want should go easy, and we should even get some of the things we don't even realize that we want or need, and everything should be achieved be a year, it should be a brand new year, it should be a year like nothing we've, we've seen before in only good things, only good things, it should be an end to all of the tsars that people have suffered, and we should we should see this year as being the year that brings Mashiach Tzidkenu B'mehera V'yamenu, Habe Chsivu Simetoi V'agit Geben Shtiyar, Good Yontif, Good Shabbos.